0: And welcome back to The Love Bug, a podcast delivering your weekly dose of that little four-letter word, love. But it's the 21st century, and you don't always see the traditional first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. So come along with us as we talk, share, reveal, and discover all that it means to love. We're your hosts, Allegra and Ashley. Hi. And today's episode is a special one. We're really keen at
1: The Love Bug here to represent an array of different voices, you so every second episode will feature an interview and we can only come at love from one perspective so to open hearts and broaden minds we want to represent all different voices and so
0: today's episode will feature an interview now catch the love bug with us and we'll get your heart racing because we're still so new. We want you lovies to get to know us. In the second episode, you'll remember that Ashley interviewed me. And today I have the great pleasure of interviewing my co-host, Taylor Swift's biggest fan and my Ah, soul sister, Ashley. Hello. Hi. So, Ash, I think that you are a bit nervous. Oh, I'm really nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really nerve wracking, um, particularly because you haven't seen these questions like <laughs> I hadn't. So it is, it's very full on. It really is. Like, I don't know what I'm going to be saying or if I say the right things. I can't think on my feet very quickly. So. <laughs> and thank goodness for editing software. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good thing. Hi, lovies. It's Allegra here, but I'm being a little bit sneaky. You see, Ash doesn't know that I'm actually recording this. In fact, the first time she hears this will be once the episode is already locked, loaded and live in her ears. I've asked our amazing producer, Chris, to sneak it in here. Hopefully she doesn't get too cranky with me. Sorry, Ash. I wanted to take this opportunity before the episode starts to say publicly just how much I adore my friend Ash. Our connection started as a professional one when she booked me to be her marriage celebrant and now I'm lucky enough that she has become one of my dearest friends. She is hilarious, kind, generous and thoughtful, not to mention just about the most organised human I have ever met. The Love Bug podcast was dreamt up by Ash late one night. And when she sent me that fateful Instagram message, shyly suggesting that we should give it a crack, it felt like the universe had rewarded me with a friend who would help me bring to life one of my biggest fantasies, a real life podcast. Whatever this becomes, and wherever the winds carry us, I know that I'll have Ashley to thank for giving me the creative kick up the bum that I needed. I hope you enjoy getting to know my mate Ash. She is wise and wonderful, and I love her. <laughs> Okay, so my love, are you ready for the first question? All right, bring it on. What is your favourite thing about you? Oh my goodness, (laughs) what the heck?
1: (laughs) Wow, there's going to be so many ums to also edit out of this podcast. My favourite thing about me is that I have a really caring and empathetic nature. Mm -hmm. I am very in tune with other people and so... I feel like I can get along with others quite well.
0: Yeah. And do you think you've always been like that or do you think that that's something that you're developing as you get older?
1: I think it's definitely something that I've developed and I think the work that I do has helped that develop. Mm. Uh, I think also, you know, as I got older, I became a bigger and bigger and bigger sister. (laughs) So (laughs) that definitely taught me lots about patience and taught me a lot about taking a step back and trying to see things from other people's perspective. What does unconditional love mean to you? Unconditional love is acceptance. It is Mm -hmm. support. It is allowing somebody to grow and change Mm -hmm. and being able to develop and grow with them. Mm -hmm. I think unconditional love has ups and downs for Mm -hmm. sure, Mm -hmm. but I think it's how you get through those times.
0: And do you think that you have unconditional love the unconditional love of a number of people in your in your life
1: oh yeah definitely you know I have a very close knit group of people that I love and that I love very dearly and mm. you know it takes a lot for people to come into that circle except for you you know you were just mm. jumped right in there <laughs> I was like
0: I went in mm. there <laughs> you were like oh
1: this is me I'm just inserting myself right here <laughs> um but normally generally you know I I sort of have a bit more of a quiet relaxed nature I'm a bit shy mm. um until you get to know me mm. and <laughs> um yeah so if you're in my inner circle you know you're my ride or die mm. I'm loyal to you until the end and yeah yeah
0: I just love you oh I love you forever <laughs> <laughs> all right when
1: was your first kiss oh how old were you where were you um I had a boyfriend in preschool, <laughs> so Nick McNabb. Yes. <laughs> Nick McNabb. Um, great name. Yeah, a great name. Um, and we used to like kiss goodbye every afternoon. Oh. Like just like a little peck, like, oh yeah, you know, see you tomorrow. Yeah. Um so I don't I don't know when like my first serious kiss was like, you know, that's just like, like a you know, smoochy
0: kiss. Like a, like like a French block kiss block corner kiss. <laughs> I know. I was not French kissing a child in, in kindergarten in the block no, corner. That was no. a peck. Just to clarify that It was a miss. peck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um no, I didn't think you did, but just a good clarification there. No, I I do remember, though, when I was in grade seven, our whole entire grade mm. played spin the bottle at Ooh. lunchtime. I don't know how it didn't get caught by anything. And uh, You can't do that in the time walk of walk corona. Past. God, no, God, no. Or, like, if I walked past an entire grade of children playing spin the bottle, I would be horrified. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Just like cut it out. No, not good. Like three meters from each other at all times, mm, please. Mm. But I remember um if you land on someone for the first time, it's a hug. Second time it's a peck. Third time you do seven minutes in heaven under the stairs. Oh and God. I know, grade seven, right? And I remember not being embarrassed or anything. Or like mm. the kissing side of it. So I think my first kiss must have happened, you know, somewhere between preschool and grade seven.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Hopefully to the closer end of year seven. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: would hope so. Yes, yeah. So I think I think around then. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And who is your enduring primary school crush? Like, who, oh. do you have that like crush in your mind that? No, you know, I had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I had. Um, See, this is why we're friends. Because we're, we're exactly
1: the same. <laughs> uh, it took me so much last uh, interview when I was interviewing you to be like, oh my god, same to so like every single thing that you were saying.
0: Um, no, I'm I sorry, was, I'll try and stop interrupting.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. I was, um, I was boy crazy as well, and I was very extroverted as a child. So really, um, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It changed, I guess, somewhere along the line. <laughs> um yeah no I had lots of lots of boyfriends like you know a grade three boyfriend grade four. I will tell you a story um okay. grade six camp we yeah. got in trouble because we had boys in our cabin <laughs> <laughs> yes queen <laughs> and we got kitchen duty for that entire week that is amazing. At, mm, like in the night. But it wasn't. Like
0: at nighttime.
1: Yeah, between uh, when you finish your showers and lights out. So, you know, yeah. like that um, chill time that you get. Yeah. So, and we weren't doing it. We were just like chatting and, you know, flirting and stuff like that. Yeah, like, no cashing. kissing was happening. That was not where my first kiss happened. Um, But I did feel really bad because one of my friends, she was so sick. And, you know, I tried to say, oh, no, it was, you know, we let the boys in. It, she had nothing to do with it. But the teacher yeah. still made her do the kitchen duty
0: too. And oh, I just felt really rough. bad. <laughs> okay. I tried to get her out of it. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. Except you brought boys into the cabin in the first place. <laughs> Except I opened the door. <laughs> I'm protecting you boys come in (laughs) Okay so what did you dream you were going to be when you grew up like when you were little what did you think you were going to be?
1: Oh famous singer (laughs) um I really loved singing yeah Yeah, I can sing. Like I was always in choir. Um, I sang all the way through like high school in my music yeah. class. Music's always been a really big passion of mine. Yeah. Um, right from an early age. Like I think it was before school started and my grandparents had a piano where my parent, like, mum and my uncles learned on.
0: And I was like, oh, I really
1: want piano lessons. And mum's like, oh, it's really boring, you know, maybe when you get a bit older <laughs> and you're serious about it. Yeah. So um, what I did instead was I got out her books. Grandma showed me how to like read the music. I just taught myself to play. That's pretty impressive. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember um in grade 1, one of my show and tells was playing Yankee Doodle on the piano. <laughs> so, Can you still play you Yankee know, Doodle. Like- I probably yeah yeah um yeah so music's always been a really big passion so I thought I was definitely destined for Australian idol stardom <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah I really and like I said I was really extroverted you know so yeah. I wanted I wanted to be center of
0: attention all did the time. you put on um concerts for your family
1: no, because I was the only child. So, oh, yeah. like, how obnoxious would that be? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, I was the I, I was an only child until I was eight years old, and yeah. so I had a lot of like alone time. Yeah. Um. So I I like dreamt up things in my head. <laughs> I romanticized <laughs> my entire world, and you know that's where those like fantasies would come in. And yeah, yeah. And then when uh, Michaela was little, she she has read curly hair and mm. when she was little it was like bright red yeah so my friends and I used to get her to stand up and sing Annie songs oh that,
0: I mean that is bullying
1: like yeah a little bit and so she'd be like really coy she'd be like mm, the sun will come out I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like you know I'm only doing this to appease you
0: guys I am gonna have that song um, stuck in my head all afternoon
1: <laughs> you're welcome
0: Yeah, thanks so much for that. Okay, so you thought you were going to be a superstar? Yes. Yeah, so thought I was going to be a superstar, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you're a superstar to me. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. And, you know, also, podcast is going viral, mate, you know? Right? I mean, we have like
0: so many <laughs> re- subscribers already. So many. And
1: because this is week four's episode, you know, like it's probably at like oh, a million right
0: now. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. I mean, our Lorna Jane sponsorships come oh. through. Like, so <laughs> has. So has. <laughs> We've got to um, manifest these things. Right? We do.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. We are recording this okay. uh, on the 2nd of July, yeah. the, the day after the first episode came out.
0: <laughs> this is how keen oh, we are. Me, we have big dreams. Big we have dreams. Big dreams. Yeah. Okay, how did you meet your fiance
1: Andrew? Uh, great story, great story. Uh, I like to tell it like uh, my auntie hooked us up. Um, <laughs> But um, so Andrew is Canadian and he was studying medicine in Australia, in Brisbane. I went on a holiday with grandma. So my grandfather passed away and grandma's like, right, well, I want to go to Canada and I want to, you know, go on the Rocky Mountaineer. And I was like, oh, grandma, I'll come with you, you know, if um, you make it during the school holidays. So we teed it all up and then so we did the Rocky Mountaineer, which is on the West Coast, and then we flew over to the East yeah. Coast where my uncle, so my mum's youngest brother, he married a Canadian, mm. Lisa. Hey, Tim mm. and Lisa, shout out. Hi, Tim and Lisa. <laughs> And so Elisa was driving me to the airport because um, at the end of my stay, because I was going to visit a friend in New York before I came home. And, you know, we were just chatting and she was like, oh, you know, what are you looking for in a guy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you know, funny. And handsome and you know I said all the right things I guess and she's like oh I know someone who you'd get along with really well and he's in Brisbane at the moment so she just sort of like teed it up on uh messenger um so we started chatting for a little bit and um yeah we decided to meet up and we hit it off we yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so auntie Lisa I'm auntie looking for Lisa. someone tall um <laughs> Probably like, you know, it's smart. That's really important to me. Um definitely Lisa, if you know any other Canadians, you send them my way. Oh, yes, Patrick, the the love then, m- maker herself. The, yes. What um like what, what was your first date? Oh uh, so our first date was actually contrary to what
1: you said last week, it was a coffee.
0: Uh, Um,
1: but well I'm now doing dry July so I might have to switch to coffee you might have to (laughs) no but um something ended up happening and he had to help out his uh housemate for something like important I think you know, I don't know what it was, but, yeah. um, you know, he had to help her. So he was like, look, I'm really sorry. But you know, he was messaging me, um, you know, really keen to still meet up. So that was meant to be on the Sunday. We ended up meeting up on the Wednesday night. So a midweek, uh, date. Midweek and coffee date. Kill No, me. no, we, <laughs> we upped it to dinner and we went to, uh, oh. Jamie's Italian
0: in the city. Oh, shout out to Jamie Oliver. You can yeah. sponsor the next, next episode. <laughs> um, You went from thinking you'd have a coffee to going for dinner. So is it because there was lots of like texting chat in between that? I think it was more what the best timing would be because obviously
1: he was studying. So he had classes during the day. I had work during the day. So nighttime sort of seemed to uh, be the best for us. And... It, yeah, it wasn't like anything weird, not like, oh, dinner, you know, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it ended up being a really long date. Yeah. Which actually all of ours ended up being. Um, I think that's very. As in like to the next day <laughs> date? Not quite. No, 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 no. Thank you, Allegra. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Making me blush here. Goodness. Um no, no, no. No, we just um, had very long dates. I think it's very telling when you can spend a lot of time with somebody and you still want to yeah. Spend yeah. more time with them. So after dinner finished, he was like, Oh, you know, do you want to walk around the city for a bit? So we did and we went and got ice cream, which is great because uh-huh. now we just both love ice cream. We always
0: get ice cream anytime we're out. I hate ice cream. Oh uh, gelato? Nah. Uh, That's all it can all it can all jog on. I'll eat yours. Too cold. It gives me a headache. <laughs> yeah, okay, deal.
1: Deal. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that and then I had to wait for my train because I just missed the last one. And yeah, he stayed with me and we just kept chatting. And did you smooch? Not on the first date. Really? Yes.
0: Impressive. Mm. But I
1: did send him a message afterwards and I was like, I think we definitely should have kissed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what was his response? Yeah, definitely. He's like, maybe next time <laughs> I think he said or something like that. Cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how, how far into the second date did you
1: smooch? The second date, so that was in Brisbane. So second date, he came up to my end of the world because I lived uh, about an hour out of uh, north of Brisbane Mm -hmm. and uh, we climbed a mountain and so we had our first kiss at the top of the mountain. Oh, that's so cute.
0: I just love that everything about your relationship is the opposite of what I would do. (laughs) Don't kiss on the first date go and have like go and have a coffee as the first plan and Hiking. then the second day, go for a hike. Yeah, thank you. You can keep Andrew. Uh, he's not my dad.
1: <laughs> yes, no, he's definitely okay, so 100% what... mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great, good to know. Um, now, what is it about your relationship with Andrew that makes you love yourself more?
1: Mm, good
0: question.
1: We are very similar, but at the same time, we're very opposite in a lot of ways as well so he is very much he's a lot more calm and you know thinks about things before he does Mm. them whereas I sort of (laughs) act more on emotion and whatnot (laughs) so he keeps me grounded and he has really like high expectations you know he always makes me want to be a better person and that's that's something that I really love about him.
0: Have you guys thought about maybe getting married? (laughs) Uh, I think this ring on my finger (laughs) just, uh, Uh, says it. Yeah. Um, excuse me, and your marriage solo. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. (laughs) It's all about me. (laughs) Um, well, it's critical because we can't get married without you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay, so you are a teacher. Yes. What do you love about teaching? Mm, I specialised now, Uh, when
1: I was in the classroom, I always felt like I wasn't helping enough kids. And so I moved Mm. into special ed and that sort of, I loved that, loved, loved, loved working with kids with special needs. Mm. And then when I was in in the special education program, you know, great team of people as well, which I loved. And I just had my head in so many different spaces because there are so many different disabilities that you have to be a part of. Mm. And my passion because of Georgia has always been in the field of deaf education and kids with um, hearing loss, especially, I love, love, love the technology that is around to help them. So, wait, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what do you love about teaching?
1: Oh, what do I love? So I love that now that I'm in my specialty, I feel like I'm really helping the kids mm. that I work with. You know, I have a really So you don't caseload. have like a
0: classroom. Like, no, do you go no. around? Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm a visiting teacher. Right. So I go around my region to the kids in different schools and there are not many kids who have hearing loss are together. Like, you'd be very surprised. There's like one in one school, one in another school. like In the whole school? They're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So it's, it's definitely a minority. And what I do is I just make sure that they're being catered for in the classroom right. and that the teachers understand different adjustments that they can make with in their own teaching pedagogy mm. to um, support those kids and using the technology and what it all means because unless you really know what it means you're just whacking on a microphone and you know away you go much like our podcasting career
0: so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay and so sit us in front of a mic and away we go <laughs> with a few questions mm-hmm. and and some good branding yeah. so our lovies know that Georgia your younger sister was your inspiration for yeah. um, this passion in your life yeah uh, you know teaching. Um, being a teacher of the deaf mm-hmm. um, and also your passions for equality. Mm-hmm. What was it like when she was born? Um,
1: when she was born, it was it was a hard time, I will say. Because how old, how old were you? I was 19, so mum's pregnancy was perfect all the way through, no complications at all. And it was just when mum went to be induced because she was overdue that they noticed that mm. uh, Georgia's heart rate uh, was erratic mm. and so they rushed mum in for an emergency caesarean. And, yeah, Georgia just she asphyxiated at birth and that caused multiple complications and she is who she is. And I remember uh, going in and seeing her for the first time mm. because she was in the special care nursery, you know, and you could put your hands through the little holes in the NICU unit and, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. And because she was actually full-time, she was the biggest baby in the NICU because... <laughs> Most of the babies in there are premmy. So everyone's house was so tiny. She was just like this, like very long baby. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was just, yeah, it was just a bit of that and sort of became like every day we just found out that there was something else wrong, you know. She didn't pass a hearing test Mm. today. Oh, we found that, you know, there was a bit of a bend in her leg which shouldn't be there and, you know, et cetera, Mm. et cetera. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was a tough time and I credit mum because, Mm. I just I would be an emotional wreck and you know mum was like okay well if she's deaf you know we might we'll have to learn sign language and you know we'll do this and that like she just went into like mum mode and like charged
0: through it yeah so you you were 19 how old were Nikita and Michaela? so the girls I was 19 Michaela was 11
1: Nikita was 8 so they were sort of old enough to know that something's wrong but don't have that real world knowledge to understand the impact and the severity of what it was whereas I sort of had that and I was already at uni as well so yeah yeah, it it just it became very apparent very quickly that you know we're a family that's going to have to band together very tightly to support this little girl. She's so cute. She's so beautiful thank you. (laughs) What did you study at uni? I studied at uni uh, early childhood education. So early so childhood So you always edu- wanted
0: to be a teacher or was it that did. George's arrival changed it?
1: No, so always wanted to be a teacher. Um, again, when I was in music class, we had to write a children's song and perform it oh. to preschoolers. Yeah. And I went down Cute. and performed it to the preschoolers and I was like oh, this is the job that I want you can sing anything to them and they'll do you know everybody uh, please uh-huh. sit down and then they sat down and I was like this is magic this is what I want to do so I was this is everything I want to do yes yeah, so I was 16 when that happened so I always knew I wanted to be a teacher wow. and always wanted to go into early childhood and then when Georgia was born mm. I my uni course sort of drifted into more of that special education side of it as well so right. I did lots of electives in that subject. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: And then I do. Okay. And then what are your like career goals? Like what do you, if you could imagine where you want to be in 10 years with your career, Mm -hmm. where is that? I love the job that I'm in now. I love that I have one disability
1: focus. Yeah, I, you know, was thinking maybe I could help Uh, run like um, auditory sessions for children before school because I work I work Ah. with kids as well I I didn't mention this before but I work with kids from birth because that's when the newborn hearing screener is tested so we find out that kids are deaf from birth and I am with them so from their diagnosis
0: Mm. which birth uh, up until they leave high school wow so how so you have got kids that sort of grow up in front of you like you You stay with them.
1: Yeah. That's fun. I've seen, I've got a little Bubba that I see Mm. uh, for home visits. Mm -hmm. um, And I just, you know, I've been with her for my, this will be my fourth year with her, I think. Mm. So I will see her go into school, go up to high school, and then beyond. But I think if I, you know, if I could, it it depends because, you know, we we never know what's going to happen in the future and whatnot. But I would um, do auditory sessions for littlies Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But, like, my dream job would be to, like, run a charity. Oh. Like, specifically in the deaf Mm. or non-hearing space or... Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. I have a big love for um, kids who have autism Mm -hmm. as well. Mm. You're going to change the world,
0: girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Now, what is your love language? Oh, my
1: love language. My love language is... Quality time, number one, mm-hmm. and physical touch. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. Even
0: though you oh, know, I, I
1: I did say that Andrew and I aren't a PDA couple, but my love language, you know, I love I love giving him a cuddle, just not in public.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just not. He, I pretend I don't know him in public. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. If you could change one thing about the way you express yourself to your loved ones, what would it be? Hmm. I have
1: never really been a great communicator. Um, and that's something that, you know, Andrew and I work on quite often because if I'm upset or, you know, anything other than the baseline, (laughs) um, I'm very emotional. So, you know, I'm either, you know, happy crying, sad crying, you know, sort of thing. (laughs) Um, so I, I also avoid conflict as well yeah. um, but you know being the eldest you sort of have to have that level of authority too so yeah. it's that fine balance and I wish that I could find what that balance is so that would be something that I would change.
0: I, th- I mean, you communicate very well with me, so you thank you. Quite well. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I haven't upset you yet, so <laughs> well, you know, uh, just keep me posted. posted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which leads me interestingly to the mm. next question: When was the last time you cried tears of laughter, and do you remember what when it was and why? Hmm, a very interesting question.
1: Tears of laughter. I think it probably just was when we were recording the last one.
0: Yeah, our second episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, I've recently gone on um, some medication to Mm. help stabilise my mood. Um, So trying to think of, like, the last time I cried, either happy or sad, is very difficult actually um but I am happy to know I cried when I watched a recent wedding video so and I think that's because I was thinking that was happy tears not sad yeah uh, you know not sad um and I think that's because you know I'm thinking about what's coming up and what my life is going to be like and you know there's so much excitement to come there really is. So that was, yeah, that's
0: <laughs> that's the last time I happy cried. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good reason to happy cry. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Who was your teenage heartthrob crush mm. and who would be your hall pass? Oh. For those listening who don't know what a hall pass is, a hall pass is when you are allowed to smooch a famous person and your partner <laughs> will allow you to because it's your hall pass. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. Growing up, I was obsessed with Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Well, not we all? Yes, oh, yeah, God, exactly.
1: So basic. <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember who, like, I loved loved when I was a teenager,
0: though.
1: Um, but he's not I cute know. anymore, he's so you, definitely he can't not whole
0: my pass. whole past. Um, Gosh. <laughs> who is my whole pass? Got to be a Hemsworth, right? Well,
1: I was, that's, that's what came to mind first of all. I mean, like, I, you know, I love Drake. Oh. I know. I love Drake, but, yes. it, you know, I don't want to pass him. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now who's making a who blush? <laughs> okay. What are you most grateful for in your life? Mm,
1: my gosh, you're hitting me with so many hard questions.
0: I know, right?
1: What am I most grateful for? I am most grateful for the love and support that I have from my family. Yeah, you know, you've always been with them. I lived with them until Andrew and I moved in together. So, you know, that, it's a very long time. But, you know, when you've got Georgia, <laughs> you know, dad was working away. And yeah, uh, yeah. so, you know, I was sort of mum support for that time too. So yeah. Co-parenting,
0: co-parenting, co-parenting, co-parenting. <laughs> okay, and then your last question before your rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. What was the naughtiest, most rebellious thing you did as a teenager? Oh, my Or a time when you got in heaps of trouble? God. So I did not get in trouble
1: very often. I don't think that will come as a surprise <laughs> to
0: anyone. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, um... I went to a blue light disco without asking mum and dad. Wow. Uh, How did you get away? Like, how did you actually get there? Tell us the circumstances. Sleepover at my friend's house. Didn't tell mum. Classic cover. Yeah. Didn't tell mum what was happening, but her mum knew that like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Ashley's allowed to go sort of thing. Yeah. And because I can't lie, (laughs) mum called me because I just got a mobile phone as well, like, Oh, I just <laughs> broke all the trust. <laughs> uh, so, mum called me and was like, hey, you know, I'm calling you on your mobile. And I was like, oh, hey, mum, you know. And then she's like, what are you doing? And I just couldn't lie. And I was like,
0: oh, we're on a blue lake. just here. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm like, hey, what, did she come and get you? Did she lose it? I know my mum would have lost it. Uh, no, she was, mum was like, are you kidding? And I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> No. And then she just hung up (laughs) and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be in so much trouble. (laughs) Um, But no, I still went to the disco and then it was when my- Did you get grounded? Oh God. Yeah. I got grounded. I still got to keep (laughs) my phone because, you know, safety reasons. But (laughs) I remember there was this girl who was leaving high school and I really wanted to go to her going away party and I wasn't allowed to.
0: Oh mm-hmm. burn. I know. And what have you learned, blue light just gets another place to be. Nobody looks cute under blue light. It's true. It's true. Oh my like goodness. The least flattering light. Uh
1: trust. <laughs> you need to earn the trust from your parents. You do. And you do. Be
0: truthful. Be truthful. Oh, well, that's Tracy. We're really sorry. <laughs> sorry, mum and dad. Sorry. Sorry. Does Andrew feel competitive about your love for Taylor Swift? <laughs> uh, he doesn't understand it.
1: You know, he's just on, he's just at a different level. No, Taylor Swift is not his music taste and uh, nor is she uh, anyone in my family either. Barely because I just played it on repeat all the time. Um, <laughs>
0: But like, what is what is it about it? Like, is it the music? Is it her herself? Like, what is it about it? Mm-hmm. And how much of a superfan are you? Like, okay, so it started <laughs>
1: out because, I, like I said earlier, I was a very musical person. So when we got to high, sc- when I got to high school, I chose music. Always chose music as my subject. You know, because I was so into it. And we had a new girl come to school, and she was from out west. So mm. she was a real country girl. Yeah, and um. You know, I sort of had a little bit of that, um, but it just like amplified once <laughs> once we got together. And I loved, loved, loved country music for so long. And I'm talking like, you know, Garth Brooks, mm-hmm. Brad Paisley, mm-hmm. Al- J- Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I was downloading, like, probably illegally, definitely illegally, um, downloading <laughs> using
0: LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> and, and like risking your, fa- risking your family <sighs> computer to get some awful virus. Oh,
1: seriously, I don't know how I didn't. Um, yes, so I was downloading albums and I think there was this live session once mm. and I don't know if Taylor Swift opened for Brad Paisley or they were just singing at like the same like festival or something, yeah. but I came across her music that way and so I just began loving her songs and downloading them and we're the same age. So that was Mm. when I was 17 years old, you know, and so all the songs that she was singing about were about, you know, boys she had crushes on and, you know, being in school and that sort of stuff. And then as I grew up and as her, as she grew up too, we just aligned in everything. So I was, I I very easily relate to her and, you know, her latest album, Lover, is just so good so, so good, so good. But it's how – it highlights how I feel about Andrew, you know, being in a relationship mm. and going through the ups and downs and, you know, just loving someone through it and wanting to be with them forever. And that's that's why I love her so much. So cute. And she's a total babe. And she's just absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> and I think she's a great role model. That's, yeah. That's another thing. I – have always loved that she is a really great role model and you know now you know yeah she might have a drink of alcohol or whatever but I think it's showing like more of a realistic view of people as they get older too yeah you know I think she's done very well not to be stuck as that 17 year old singer yeah exactly and she's so Mm. diversified now too oh for sure I've been to every single one of her concerts in Australia really I always yep and I have bought a t-shirt at every single one of her concerts so I have all of them like I could
0: line them up how many t-shirts do you have do you know I have never been to a concert ever in my life what I've never been to that is insane to me I, know, isn't it I weird? love live music. That is weird.
1: <laughs> well, if you want one to go to, a uh, Taylor Swift concert is incredible. Like she's, <laughs> she plays instruments like a plenty. Yeah. She sings, she dances. It's, it's a performance. It's a complete performance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: Taylor Swift, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> love you. you. <laughs> okay, so do you have any tattoos?
1: I have eight tattoos. Eight
0: tattoos? Why what yep. why what's the meaning behind your eight tattoos?
1: Okay, so the first one I got for my 18th birthday from my dad. It was my <laughs> birthday present from him. Yeah. Um, it is the <laughs> I laugh about it now because it's so cringe. Um it's the RM Williams longhorns along my uh, lower back. <laughs> so <to> my <laughs> tramp step. Oh my god. I have so tragic, that. right? No. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want it. It's why I wear high-waisted pants now. <laughs> um, <laughs> then a second tattoo I got was, is a rose behind my ear and mm-hmm. I got that the day before Georgia had her cochlear implant surgery yeah. so it's on the same side as it. And I got a rose because Georgia's middle name is Rose. Beautiful. Um, I have a Harry Potter always written across my wrist mm-hmm. and that just signifies, you know, Eternity and finding something that or somebody that you will love forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. So that's three. Two. That's three. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think in order. Next one I got in New York. Mm-hmm. I got I drew um, a mountain that we rode past on the train uh, on my ribs. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I got a big watercolour skyline of New York, which is my absolute favourite. Sitter. Yeah. Um, so that's on my back, on my shoulder blade. Mm. Then I got, how many are we up to? I think that's five. And then I have uh, matching tattoos with my sister on the outside of uh, my feet, just under my ankle. Mm -hmm. And we got it to signify um, our grandfathers who had passed away. Mm -hmm. So they both died within a week of each other, but a year apart. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, October comes around and... It's a sad time for that oh. week. Um, but we got a bike on one foot and uh, an apron on the other, so one for pop, one for poppy. Yeah. And then the last tattoo I got is a little design, She's and it's showing it to the, me. it's on her in the inside of her left arm bicep bicep yeah. yeah in my left bicep I'll just try and tense it <laughs> so it looks a bit better um looks delightful <laughs> thank you it is a uh, like a cartoon sort of picture of the sign for I love you in oh, sign language that's so cool and then it, and then it has I love you written beside it as well so how do you do the sign with for I love you so it's like almost like the rock on sign yeah you put your thumb out like that so rock on and then put your thumb out. Okay. And it signifies the I yeah. in ASL, the L, and the Y all put together. Oh, so that's I-L-I-Y. Y?
0: I-L-Y. I-L-Y. I-L-Y, yep. With the...
1: Yep, and then it's the three of them put together. That's We're okay. just trying to do it over Zoom here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like they're going to be like, guys, it's a podcast. We can't see you. <laughs> yeah, we can't actually see what you're doing. Um, yeah, but that's a universal sign. So, you know, lots of people don't realise that sign language is different. Yes, there's different languages, different countries right? Because it's like a language. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So there's British sign
0: language, Irish sign language, American sign language. Yeah, so. Um, I have a question. Yes. Is there Chinese sign language? Yep. Wow. Yeah. And so you only speak Australian Sign Language. Yeah, Australian Sign Language, which is shortened to Auslan. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you're so clever. No, thanks. Okay, so my next question is um, – What's your favourite food and do you cook? I have learnt to love cooking more and more
1: since, obviously since I moved out. My Mm. mum is a fantastic cook, so, you know, nothing really lives up to her standards, Mm. but I try. Um, (laughs) My favourite food is risotto. So if I'm at a restaurant and that's on the menu, I will always order it because I just love, love, love it. And the best one I've had is in Vancouver and they, it was a nettle. One which is like a, a grassy oh, grain, a weed. A weed. It's a weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it, weed? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's edible. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Six as years later. Yum. Yes. Um, and dying. it. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. I woah, yum. So love a risotto, um. and yes, love to cook. Can you cook risotto though? Can. Yeah. 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 I love it That's as easy. like a the end of the week meal, like you know, oh we're going grocery yes. shopping tomorrow, but what do we have left yes, that we can throw gotta in use it? Everything. Mm. And because like I'm all veg- the
0: asparagus spears. That's
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. And because I'm vegetarian, it always is just chock full of veggies. I definitely didn't know you were vegetarian.
0: Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been great. Um, It's been a great friendship, but it's over. <laughs> joking, joking. Okay, last serious question now. Mm-hmm. Aside from Andrew, who is your best friend and why? Unless it's going to cause some issues with dynamics in your friendship groups. <laughs>
1: uh, my best friends are Fran and Tash, like as in mm-hmm. friends wise. I would. I'm Fran and count Tash. Fran and Tash, yeah. Um, I do count Mum as a friend, but, you know, yeah, she's been there throughout friend. my entire life so I think that's a given so if we're talking friends Fran and Tash we all went to uni together mm. and we uh, yeah we just fantastic we are
0: fantastic
1: <laughs> that's so great I love that. it's very cute but yeah we're just all very we're
0: very similar people yeah and they are just the most beautiful girls and I love them well I think it's important for you to know that I feel like our friendship we've only been friends for like five minutes, but I feel like you've really shaken my life in a very positive way. So I'm sure you go about I know, shaking up people's <laughs> lives. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, I do feel the same though. And uh, you know, it is true
1: that, you know, it does take a, it does take a lot to, you know, get into my inner circle and you, you definitely knock down those walls very quickly. And it's like my big pink tractor. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> okay. Well, frantast, frant, fantastic? That's it. Oh, I love that. That's so clever. <laughs> it's like a speech impediment. <laughs> I know. I'm like, right, right, right. All right. Bring okay. on the rapid fire. Okay. Are you ready? This one's going to be really tough for you. Oh, gosh. Cats or dogs? Oh, why? <laughs> I knew I was like, I started with a hard one. <laughs> Far out. Probably
1: more of a cat person, just because I like to sleep a lot and cats do too. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm telling Charlie. <laughs> oh, I
0: love Charlie. I'm so sorry. Um, I've always had cats growing up too. So yeah, oh, yeah, that is difficult. Okay. I You're know, so I'm mean. Sorry. Okay, I know. I'm so sorry. Okay, Instagram or YouTube? Instagram, Instagram. Okay. Um, if you had to have a frog arm or a beaver leg. Like if your arm had to turn into a frog's arm, yeah, or your leg was like a beaver flipper thing. I'm gonna go the flipper. You're right. <laughs> the beaver flipper. Yeah,
1: yeah. How? Would I you don't know. <laughs> Swim. I don't know. <laughs> Swim with one leg. Um, I really hate frogs. Like green tree <gasps> Why frogs do they are they cute. Did to you? Uh, toads. Because we have toads in Queensland, right? Oh uh, yeah, Grace. Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah, and I just. Like something comes over me and I freeze when I see one. I just, I can't. It's like a really
0: big phobia. So I'll ixnay the frog. (laughs) See ya. Okay. This one's also going to be really hard for you. Mm. Gucci or Louis? Gucci. (laughs) Okay, good. That was was pretty quick. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Okay, I think it's... It's a deep love. It is. Yep. 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 You asked me this one. Good news or bad news first? I like to go the bad news first. So you only get to obviously choose one. You can travel the world as much as you like. Mm-hmm. Or you can have designer labels. Oh <laughs> I know this one's gonna be hard for you because like, it would be hard for me. I think I'll go the traveling. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Everyone listening would be like, oh she made it. <laughs> She's not a superficial <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I am I was I ended up with labels in my own head (laughs) oh god! it was a very hard decision
1: (laughs) okay summer or winter summer my birthday's in winter but I actually like autumn the best but summer flowers or chocolate I've gone off chocolate a
0: little bit lately so I'll take flowers (laughs) I don't know why I don't I'm just craving more like savory food yeah, mm. I um, I like I don't like ice cream and I certainly don't like chocolate ice cream, so I, <laughs> I don't like chocolate flavoured things, mm. so I get that, mm. I get that. Would you be permanently stuck at 25 in terms of like your life and your experience and everything, but you had the skin of a 70-year-old, <laughs> or would you choose to be 60 permanently, mm-hmm. but with the skin of an 18-year-old? Um, 60 <laughs> with the skin of an 18-year-old. <laughs> Some people want to be young forever.
1: Oh, no, I don't think so. I think my life has definitely gotten better as I've gotten older, so. I agree, mine too. Yeah, I just can't wait to keep going and see what's coming out next and travel more places and experience more things, So and then have great, like, you know, great plasticity (laughs) in my skin (laughs) at
0: the same time. Why wouldn't you have to pay for Botox then? (laughs) What a dream. Okay, and then the last thing I want to ask you. At yes, as of what date is it? The 2nd of July 2020. Uh huh. If you are recording a message for Allegra and Ashley for the 2nd of July 2021, what oh. would it be? <laughs> That's a really tough question, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Hi,
1: Allegra and Ashley. It's Ashley here <laughs> and, Allegra. and Allegra. She's laughing. She's laughing there. I'm here, um, but I'm, I'm, here, the, girls. I, I'm the one recording this message. So, <laughs> What I would like to—I try not to interrupt <laughs> anymore. <laughs> My message for you is that I am really proud of how much you guys have achieved in this time. <laughs> Obviously, you're super, super famous, and everyone loves you, and you don't have <laughs> any trolls or hate. And <laughs> but really, it was a really brave thing to put yourselves out there on the internet into the world, and. To express your ideas of what love is and explore that. So keep on keeping on, girlfriends, and I can't <laughs> wait for more episodes. Episode oh, yeah. fifty-three
0: next week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! No, because oh, we're gonna was... have that special. We're gonna have that special bonus episode with Beyonce. So, um, oh, of course, gonna that's episode right. Episode right, right, after the episode with Taylor Swift, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. they might be there together. <laughs> It'll be a foursome. oh, imagine that. Ah, <laughs> oh, dreams come true. Wow, that was a really beautiful question yeah thank you well you are a delight and I love you. you so I thank you, you for too. sharing all of yourself with us and for being such an open book and I hope that the lovies get a sense of why I love you so much Aww. And that they continue on this journey with us because we have so much to give. We are so looking
1: forward to everything that we are going to be doing in the future. We have so many ideas and so many plans, and we just want to take you guys all along for the ride. You're stuck with us now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Unless you unsubscribe, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like and subscribe. <laughs> Five-star rating. Five-star rating. (laughs) Wherever (laughs) you're listening to this podcast now. Actually, I mean, that's how we should close it out. So give us a five-star review, send us some love, join Mm -hmm. us on our Facebook page, The Love Bug Podcast, and our Instagram page at Podcast. And don't say it too quick because it comes out funny. I tried to say it the other day. I was like, (laughs) the love go well. So thanks again, Ashley, my love. And for you, lovies, we'll be we'll be back in your ears and in your hearts this time next week. Mwah!